welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I am joined by Tarek. Cool story, Broham. Who has stolen my line. <laughs> Motherfucker. Cool story, bro. We should probably use that that, that image as the uh, as this yeah. fucking for show the image for the show. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how copyright works on memes. I, I imagine that we could get into trouble for that, but uh, it's I'll a meme. Take. No one owns memes. That's how it works. That's the yes, law of memes. But someone owns the base image that the meme got uh, built from. So. Mm. Mm. That's me. So it's I, common. <laughs> Is, is this like a Terrick interpreting the law or is this no. like law law? Yeah, no, no, it's internet law. My friend at the <laughs> pub told me that as long as you don't open the window, the policeman can't make you open, get out your car. I've actually been told that. Uh, <laughs> you don't open are. your window, then you aren't in... The, the story I think I got was that if you don't open your window, then you're not in public. Um, for anyone listening, yes, that's bullshit. Don't try that. Uh but this was told to me in good faith. <laughs> okay. Anywho. We're, we're, we're not giving legal advice um, on the we're, copyright owners of memes or on whether opening the window or not is public <laughs> or not. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not giving any legal advice on that stuff. Talking about uh, legal advice, um, ever heard of Cody Johnson? Not ringing any bells. I... I don't even I mean, know. Quasimodo, that name rings a bell. I don't even know if we can be friends anymore. Uh, are we friends? No. Oh, well, that's right then. So we're going to be even less friends after this. Oh, who is Cody Johnson? Is he a is he a country and western star? Yes. Oh, that's probably why I don't know him. Of course he is. He's a country singer. So he's got a cool new song. Till you can't go listen to that. That's fucking awesome. But he's also got a much older song that's that's really not known called "Welcome to the Show," and. Uh, if I could afford money to pay for a theme song for this show, we would have Cody Johnson's Welcome to the Show. So while I'm going to request everyone does this, when you listen to this on Monday morning at 9, pause here, go to YouTube, Google Cody Johnson Welcome to the Show, listen to the three minutes of the song is long, and then come back. Or, as our, as our listeners, how about you make a donation towards our towards the show so that we can afford the fucking thousands of dollars it would cost to have 30 seconds of this song as our official song. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to do that. And I think it will cost us a lot of money. Um, it's it's two minutes, 43 seconds long. You guys can go and listen to that. It's like five sexes. Um, I have more faith in our listeners than Gordon does, obviously. I have an idea on what uh, media rights cost because I used to be slightly sort of half almost involved in that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I, have, I have faith in others. No? They're going to... Do they have faith in us though? What, what's to stop us from blowing all the money they give us to have a really cool theme song for the show? And on just keep, and the, keep the non-theme song that we have right now and just buy a whole bunch of ammo. They won't be disappointed either way. Or surprised, more importantly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about they won't be disappointed, but they won't be surprised. I think is the if key they, takeaway. If they turn on the show and get welcome to the show, I don't know how the song goes and I can't sing. Or they turn on the show and, you, and they get, fuck, dude, a hundred thousand rounds just arrived at my house. Either way, they'll be like, seems yeah. about right. Like, dude, I'm going to have to move house. Why, bro? Because, dude, they just delivered my 
fucking 400 pallets of ammo that the, the, the listeners sponsored yes. not knowing. Exactly. And where my safes are in my house is on the second story. And the structural engineer said that you can't put that much ammo in one spot. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, no, you're, you know, we don't have to spend it all on ammo. I, I, I need like a like a 690. I'm not even going to be greedy, like a Beretta 690. I'm not even going to try like a DT11 or some sort of, you know, 694WEWL. You, 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 need, you need one. You need a WEWL. Like, there's no doubt. Like, oh, yeah. You need one. You need one, okay? The other thing is for your actual gamer gun for mm. when you go and shoot the clay pigeons, um, you do need the Power Ranger leg. You do. You do. I mean, it, it doesn't look right. So I need both. I need the WEWL so that I can look almost oh, yeah. like a gentleman uh, when I'm murdering fucking feathered fucking sky rats um sorry when i'm conserving the saving the food source of the nation um, i'm glad you corrected need, that <laughs> and then i need a power ranger leg when i'm shooting that famous endangered species the clay pigeon the clay pigeon so what i'm thinking is um you show up at the match mm. in your your smoking jackets wearing your whatever those caps are that they wear my dad loves them. I just don't remember the, those those ones exactly. Whatever yeah, that thing. This is your a flat fucking cap. Harris Tweed flat cap. There we go. Your Harris mm. Tweed flat cap. Your smoking jacket. Your your fucking shoes that were just shined. You show up in, in actual trousers. Have you met me? You get no no no. Hang on. I'm sitting up. I'm sitting an image here. You get out the car with your double E double L. Fucking looking perfect. Okay. Then you sit down. You have a coffee with all the other competitors. And then as you, you like hurry your coffee down so that as they're taking the last sips of their coffee, you whip off your pants like a stripper. <laughs> you take off the jacket, you fucking whip off the hat and you're wearing like a racing stripes, like you're shooting Ipsic. <laughs> you pull out your Power Ranger leg, fucking DT11 Pro, that pit is coated bright purple. <laughs> this is hurting me where my soul would be. What I am picturing Dude. though is corn walking through a fucking sorghum field in a Borat mankini. <laughs> With my purple fucking Power Ranger leg DT11 Pro. You would I, uh, be jealous. I, I fell in love badly with the shotgun last week. I, I, I went to, to John to show yes. a buddy of mine some uh, stock ideas for his new Hauer. Um, which he's going to go ahead with because it was much nicer than his idea. And John's Howard stocks are make, make, make them not Howard's anymore. He makes them something spectacular. Uh, and uh, on the wall, they had a Caesar Garini. Now, I would prefer it to be a Beretta because, as most of you know, I'm a massive Beretta fanboy, but it was still very nice. Caesar Garini, round action, 20 gauge over under that weighed about the same as, I don't know, a fart. Um, Did you buy it? The 98,000 Rand price tag slowed me down somewhat. I'm not sure that that shop, seeing as I've never met him in per mm. person, would take payment in kind. But um, I'm sure that you could find someone else to sell yourself to who will provide the. Okay. And what am I, where am I going to get the other 97,893 Rand? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I did contemplate offering them a payment plan of a thousand rand a month for 98 months. Um, Which they politely told you to fuck off. Well, that's why I considered offering it and I finished the conversation in my head. But it was, it was a beautiful <laughs> gun. 
it, nice. it really was that little round it was like it's just so hand oh it was oh it was magnificent so, was was this um, side by side or over under no over under good man um, i love side by sides um i appreciate that for almost all humans they don't shoot as well as over unders um i just think they're beautiful and lovely and they make my dick hard um but over-unders are also beautiful and lovely and make my dick hard in a different way because I'm by shotgun shell. Um, <laughs> you know, don't, don't assume my shotgun preference. Okay, but you, you also have a thing for a, for a 690 now, don't you? Oh, that 690 abundance made my... Oh, that was lovely. I, I, see, I, I, need, like, I need a gun with like a, a 32-inch barrel, ideally, because I'm normal size. Um, so many many years ago when, when you know what you do <laughs> hmm. you buy that 28 inch gun that i sent you the link for that is that is a bargain okay and then yes. we have special chokes made for you external chokes that are six inches long so we get the gun to the length that you need it to be uh, so six inches <laughs> <laughs> i uh years and years ago um, when I spent a lot of time at Valley, they had a Browning Synergy in the for sale, and all the traditional oaks hated it because it's quite a. I mean, this is before the days of the Power Ranger leg, and it, it's quite a radical looking shotgun. I really like it, but it's quite a futuristic looking over and it was a particularly futuristic looking over under when it came out. Synergy with a C, Browning Synergy with a C, because I can see you're googling it. Yeah, you um, you keep talking. I'm gonna. And I, that gun was a, it was a 30 or 32 inch gun. And yeah, I can see why long guns are getting so popular. There's yeah. just, I, I think it's a nice gun. It um, doesn't look that radical. I mean, it's, it's got a, it's got a slightly more square, I mean, slow back, more square trigger mm. guard than is traditional. I guess the, the hand it, sort of mm. grip is, is more sloped than is traditional. It, it, it's a nice you, looking gun. Yeah, I'm, I, I like it, um, and it fit me really, really nicely. So, yeah, I, I, I like I like the big long guns. I think I think Ben six ninety let me use, which was awesome. Uh, I think it was a thirty inch, um, and and it's got a it's got a big spacer in the stock because he's also normal size. Um, so it was really nice shooting a gun that uh, actually fit me. Um, because as I love my thirteen oh ones. They're pro I think they're the best IPC shotguns in the world. They're not great for shooting moving things <laughs> yeah they're fine for shooting swingers thrown clays and things when you're shooting like three of those in the match yes 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 so that was that was very very cool but that Caesar Greeny was was a lovely little gun I, I have a big hard on for 20 gauge overrunners as well um it's like so Bruce has got a also Browning I, I think it's like an ultra excess or something but I could be wrong 20 gauge that also made me feel strange sort of feelings in my in my independent region, um, and he's got he's got a Beretta twenty eight gauge, which is ridiculous because it's a Daisy Red Rider in weight. Um, what, was that uh, that Caesar engraved? Yes, no, it had lovely lovely engraving, does, does like it, all the it, engraving in the world. Does it look like this? Uh, um, uh, why did you take it away? I was in, I was fapping. I lost it. Bitch. There you go. go it didn't have the gold. Uh, similar engraving style though, like that that very densely similar style. Also that that round action, which is just lovely. Um, so not didn't have the gold leaf in that, but it possibly even more densely engraved sort of than that. It was it was just magnificent. 
because the guys who go back and 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 like listen to the gun porn episode we did i don't know sometime last year or gun fetish or whatever that thing was called i'm a big fucking fan of the sort of engraving on guns uh, even on pistols i would never ever ever want to use a gun or not long guns different i would never ever want to use a pistol that's engraved like this but i think it looks fucking spectacular when done right right i'm not talking about your uncle with his dremel i'm talking about true fucking artists that did it this is beautiful oh yeah a nicely engraved gun is just a thing of beauty um over under field guns you keep talking here we go you need that one we need that one we need that gun oh, in our life. i i would genuinely buy that ellipse curve caesar Garini, if you want to sponsor welcome to the gun show you just need to supply us two of those i'll have mine in 20 gauge thanks like a longish barrel i i'd like mine with uh this exact engraving but with but some gold inlay some gold inlay and a man oh no this 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 exact engraving but with some gold inlay <laughs> he wants terry cruz <laughs> <laughs> with some gold inlay <laughs> I mean, that is a beautiful shotgun. And you know what? I respect a manufacturer who will do that. Um, so, yeah. That, that is, that, those are really, really nice looking guns. It's just, there is nothing, there's nothing like, like, like a nice side-by-side or a nice over-under. Um, they, they just, they, there's, there's a joy in them. They, they're completely non, non-fucking tactical. You you look like a turtle dick if you try and see clamp them while you do your fucking tactical turtle um, and should probably be kicked in the fork if you do. But they're just, it's one of those things where if you go into a field somewhere and you shoot a case of shotgun shells at the sky and the only thing you hit is the sky, you've had a good day. You technically didn't even hit the sky though. (laughs) Well, yeah. I did have a good reminder when we were shooting pigeons the other day as to why I always wear glasses. Because um, shit comes yeah. back and falls out the sky and stuff, yeah. Pellets fall out the sky, and, and quite often you have pellets sort of land on you or land near you and that sort of thing, and that's not an issue. But I, I, I had one, like I felt hit my finger that it didn't break the skin or anything, but it was one of those, if that, if that hit an eyeball. Because yeah, eyeballs um, are soft and squishy, right? Like mm. you, don't need, you don't need sufficient like energy to hurt a finger in order to hurt an eye permanently. So. And you, I mean, it was an important finger that it hit, but still. Um, but you've got spe- you've got more spares there. Uh, and I can always graft like one of your toes on there and you can look all like weird. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for someone to have their big toe grafted into the uh, area where their index finger used to be and then send us videos of them trying to shoot handguns. <laughs> fact if you want to do that like we'll get someone to cut your finger off for you like you'll just you'll have to sign some forms before it gets cut off um not after because you'll struggle with your big toe uh, <laughs> i mean th- that would be impressive like uh and i'm not talking about any specially built to you guns or any weird grips i'm talking about holding a gun shooting it having your strong side pinky cut uh index finger cut off replaced with your fucking big toe and then shooting a strong hand only stage. <laughs> I'd like to now quote the um, wise men of Monty Python and go, stop that, it's silly. Uh, <laughs> I, that's disappointing. I thought it was going to be tis but a scratch. Flesh <laughs> wound. Come back, you coward. <laughs> Down with the people's front of Judea. We are the people's front of Judea. Uh, <laughs> 
He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Fuck off. Oh, shall we fuck off? I might need to mute him before we like get copyright struck. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure the Pythons would be cool with us. Just like, you know, they are probably the most quoted people in the world ever. Um, yeah, but they're probably also people who are most likely to appreciate a show of this particular quality. <laughs> yes. yes. See, as a lot of this was probably inspired by them, either directly or indirectly. Dude, it's, you know, but it's mostly concerning. indirectly. I, I I I watched a lot of Monty Python when I was young. Um, sometimes when I was quite relaxed, uh, but I watched a lot of Monty Python when I was young. <laughs> and I, to this day, if like most of the stuff, if I watch it to this day, I find myself fucking mumbling along. It's they were the greatest comedians ever. You can um, take two things from this. Tarek watched a lot of Monty Python growing up and to never watch Monty Python with Terry because you want to yes. murder him three seconds in. <laughs> also, never watched So I Married an Axe Murderer with me because that is probably the most quotable American movie of all time. Um, and every time I watch that, I remember, I rem or I, I notice how much of my conversation is just Axe Murderer quotes. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to go with that, but... And if you haven't watched it, you need to watch the movie So I Made an Axe Murderer. It is Mike Myers' finest moment. It's spectacular. You told me about this a couple of weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure that I have seen it. I just recall none of it. So I, I have to rewatch it. I have it on um, practically on LP. I've got it on DVD. Um, so if yeah, you have a means I don't know, of I don't know DVDs, why you're telling me that. Like, <laughs> Go I back to the Stone you. Age, you fucking dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a means of watching DVDs, I can loan it to you. You, you, um, you know what I do when I can't find it on a streaming service so that I can just watch it? Find something else. <laughs> you go to Amazon and you buy it and you can stream it there. Like, I, I, I bought that DVD before that was a thing. I bought that DVD when you went to Amazon, so they shipped you books through the post office. Yes, like actual paper books. Uh, I know I know it's hard to Derek, believe. Derek is old as balls. He will be uh, going for his hip replacement next week. Let's inherit, sonny. That's why I shoot classic. I mean, I mean, That's why I'm shooting classic major this weekend. So when I fuck out this match, I'm going to blame all of you for voting that and not my total lack of prep. I'm going to read you guys possibly the greatest quote from me ever, um, except for maybe fuck off you're wearing a, a fucking... You're wearing speedo. a speedo, yeah, which is your best quote ever. Uh, hang on, I need to find this thing. Where was this? So someone was telling me about the super squad in, in production being a little bit intimidating, to which my response was, the only intimidating <laughs> super squad is the classic one. Because you're getting beat by dudes who are 107 years old, can't see, and had a hip replacement last week. And they're still beating you. Like, literally, they're still beating you. So, <laughs> any other factual. Super Squad is inferior to it the... Factual. Yep. It absolutely is. <laughs> I mean, I guess they, that doesn't make it my, my best quote ever, but it sure makes it the most factual. <laughs> yeah, it is quite accurate. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um... Kona and I learned a uh, valuable lesson on um, Sunday that we both knew. But sometimes. What, what, what lesson is this, T? 
Sometimes, no, no, sometimes you have to make mistakes over and over to remind yourself about the good advice you give people. And that is that cell phone timers are all dog shit. And when two fucking loudmouths go to the shooting range, it would help if one of them remembered to pack a timer. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was spectacular. We both remembered to take targets, which was good. We both had guns and ammo, mm. which is a step in the right direction. I think we, we had both eyes had, and ears. Oh, like I have spare eyes and ears in the car all the time. They, they like just don't come out. They just stay there because I never know when I'm going to go somewhere where, mm. you know, where there's, we're in the middle of a war and I need to go fetch mm. my eyes and ears from the car so that I can safely shoot yeah. my handgun. Seems um, legit. Seems legit. Um, it's almost as legit as fetching your AR from the car when a gunfight starts. But... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's for the American listeners. We, we can't do that over here, just in case someone's wondering. Um, <clears throat> so we had guns. Hmm. We had rigs, both inside the waistband and yeah. outside the waistband. We had, we had ammo. Guns. We had mags. We even had ammo for a gun we ended up not shooting. Yes, rare ammo. Rare ammo for a gun that we ended up not shooting. We went there specifically to run some drills that are, um, would you believe it? Highly timer sensitive, and yes. you can't just go, "Hey, buddy, I'm gonna scream beep. <laughs> I'm gonna mm. count on my toes how long it takes you to shoot the splits, and then we'll compare those to the next string." It doesn't work. Um, so, <laughs> so we improvised. Tarek, what do we do? So between us, I think we downloaded six different cell phone times. At least found one of the five that would pick up gunshots, kind of. One of them would actually not pick up gunshots. We know this because we were standing with phones in our hands shooting like... Yeah, yeah. It in was, a safe, it in was a safe very manner. Gangster. Yeah. yeah, it was very gangster. Safely pointing the gun at the backstop while wearing eye and ear protection. Holding a phone in your hand going, ba ba ba. Fuck. <laughs> That's sensitivity. Yeah. ba ba. Like I fired but, a whole lot of ammo. But what you've got to understand of this whole story, because this is the important bit where I was going, is what you do is you would stand with the phone in your hand and the gun pointed to the backstop and you'd go, ba ba ba, it would pick up none of those. Then you would go, fuck, this thing doesn't work. And it would pick up the fuck <laughs> and record it, but not the gunfire. <laughs> and genuinely, the one app, I don't know what it is, and I don't want to get sued. Um, if you are going to sue anyone, um, it's Cornet. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, the one, the, the, the one, literally, if you shot, it wouldn't pick it up. If you went, fuck, it didn't pick it up. It would go, it would like count shots then. Doesn't matter what sensitivity you put it on. It would pick up you swearing about it not working. It wouldn't actually pick up gunshots. We, we did eventually find the least worst yeah. of them, um, which is called leastworstshottimer.com. I would like to tell you what it's called, but actually, I don't know. I'm just seeing an image for it, and I, it, it doesn't, I, I don't fucking know what it's called. The, the least worst of them had sensitivity. Um, it also had volume on the, uh, the start signal, which was cool, because originally I had to insert my phone sort of halfway into Tarek's ear for him to hear it on a quiet range. Um, but we managed to turn that up. We did manage to turn the sensitivity up to the point where it would register... Let's just say you could run a bull drill on the range we were on in whatever your draw time is. Because you'd fire one round and it would it would register six. So like yeah. you could you could do some impressive shit with that. Um 
Like apparently echoes were bad. Like we'd never know, but apparently they were bad. So what? 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 Yeah, exactly. It worked okay after we turned the sensitivity down. It's just like it didn't like the shotgun. The shotgun had picked up a lot of double. And I think like sort of the last couple of drills we did, we were really, really close to the sort of side boom. Um, there was yeah. a lot of issues. We were standing but, right in the middle, not shooting shotguns. It was, it was possible, but probably still highly inaccurate. Yeah. Almost impossible to hear the beep. Uh, so, yeah. So th this is a, a public mea culpa. Um, and and a less, learn the lessons that we know better and still fucking forgot. And check that you get your timer when you're going to the range to do timer-based drills. And and I mean the the problem is I own not one shot timer I own several of them, <laughs> and I had <laughs> I had none. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I took a stapler. Okay, it took me like half an hour to track down my range stapler and staples for it before I left. I remembered to pack that so that we could staple up targets that we could then shoot in our own time for lack of timing equipment. With the timing equipment, I didn't have to look for. I just had to remember to stick in the bag. So, yeah. I mean, timer on a bookshelf. Obviously, that's where it lives. That's where it should be. Um, Not even the AMG Commanderson will work when you're 40Ks away from it. Who'd have thunk? I mean, you could probably turn the sensitivity way up, though, like, it probably won't pick up the gunshots, but when we scream, fuck, because... The <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, what uh, we did learn is the corndog with slugs is exciting. And the corndog with the world's hardest kicking buckshot was... That was um, pleasant. That was, that was uh, rorty. Yeah. So I, I had a moment to think about that since, since we did that. Um, mm. Running it with the pistols, I think, went okay. Um, wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, but for me, but I think that went okay. I think the trap with a shotgun was I let you go first, and then I tried to chase you. Oh. Well, so why are you blaming me now? No, I'm, I'm not blaming you. It's just the the point of the drill is you set the part time on your first string. What I did. You did, but then I looked <laughs> at your first string and I was like, I gotta match that at least. Uh, your shotgun. And it turned into a race for me instead of a, uh, I should just shoot this at whatever pace I can shoot this at. Uh, I didn't shoot the slugs terribly at all, um, but there's a definite issue with point of aim, point of impact for me. Uh, like I'm I'm just aiming too low for the distance we shot this at. T obviously has that figured out because he shot uh, nice centered alphas. With the slugs, I shot, I think some of my rounds weren't even on the right target or were, or were only just cutting the right target because I was just slightly too low. Um, it, it's almost like you got that turned 180 in your head and instead of aiming aiming high to, to counter the offset, it's almost like you were aiming where the shot was going to go if you didn't aim high, which made the yep. shot go even lower. Even lower. Um, See, this is just this is just because I was teaching Tarek some tricks about the corn oh. dog that he doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, except I also did it on the bottom target, so he's probably gonna call me out for being a fucking liar. But yes. if you can minimize the transition distances, you can go faster. Uh, so if you uh, shoot just barely above the middle target and just barely above the the bottom target, you don't have to transition as far. But um, 
when you then transition all the way down to the bottom of the bottom target. No. Ladies and gentlemen, he's lying. I am not. I am fibbing. He is being economical <clears throat> with the truth. Very economical. Yeah, that, that, um, that, was, that was interesting. Yeah, it, we, we did learn that it is a more evil draw than you would ever have imagined. Um, it, it, it's harder than it looks. Um, it's certainly harder than the first time I shot it, but, and it's probably harder than the first time you shot it, T. But the first time that I shot it, there was no expectation because it was just me. And the first time you shot it, there was no expectation because you didn't know what was coming. Um, it, sh it, it was a hell of a lot harder for me, at least. Uh, I don't know for you, T, but for me, it was a lot harder doing it with a friend because I wanted to race you. And that's not the intention of it at all. Mm. That there, there should be no cross-pollination of however fast he went is how fast I should go. We're shooting different guns. We're different people. We're shooting different ammo. We're different uh -huh. skill sets, et cetera, et cetera. There's I had a reasonable amount of pressure the first time I did it because you made me do it in front of two students who just finished a class with me. Yeah, but that's um, just because I was being a dick. So <laughs> the, um, the, the, the pressure on my first, my first go, it was, was pretty high. Um, pressure of mine was zero because it was just <laughs> yeah, me and I knew I could do 10 duos if I wanted to. <laughs> it would be fine. And I'd also shot like 300 rounds before I attempted it. So. What was interesting is so we tried the drill um, and we tried some different variations of the drill with literally like one, 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 one. So like one on the bottom, one in the middle, two on the top, one in the middle, one on the bottom. And then one on the bottom, one in the middle, one on the top, one on the bottom, one on the middle, one on the top. And pretty much every variation we could think of on those targets. And what was surprising was how consistent those times were even when instead of having six splits or, or a draw in five splits, you had a draw in five transitions. Um, yep. so, so like we, we did it a couple of times where it was literally drawn a target and then shoot one per each target then go back to the first target and shoot one piece. So you would never do that in a match. It was, it was an experiment in, um, in, in sort of the, the drill. Uh, so it's a draw in five transitions, small transitions, but still transitions compared to a draw in five uh, splits and it was surprising how similar those times were if you if you pushed it yep it's also surprising how accurate you could be even with those constraints right you now mm. have a tight time standard you have massive transitions and uh i think except for when we were like at the top of mount stupid or at least when i was at the top of mount stupid i was just trying to go super fast where things fell off the bus a little bit um you could with uh with you know five transitions you were still shooting all alphas or super close charlies right mm -hmm. you weren't shooting like on your first run you were shooting six alpha and then on your second run we had a similar time you were shooting like you know six delta yeah. you, you were you were pretty much the same or or so close that it it doesn't matter right a close charlie i would call an alpha still because it's it's functionally it doesn't score the same but it's functionally mm -hmm. the same thing as long as the time is is good and I mean, for nine seconds at three meters, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a draw. You should have seen him shoot. <laughs> minor, uh, minor. No, no. <laughs> but no, it was, it, was an, it was an interesting. So please go out and fuck around with that, boys and girls, and, and report back. Then we tried some other drill that some psychopath designed. Um, Which you can, there, there is a link on our uh, website. So gunshow.co.za. 
and then you go to draws in the menu and then it'll take you to the corn dog and the uh, t-zone which is the one we're going to talk about now and those are both original and unique draws designed by the two fuck sticks you listen to on the show for some reason um <laughs> but the difference is one of those was designed in a calculated way and then scientifically tested through having other people shoot it and set part times and then working out a grading stand and the other one was born from a dude who was bored and decided that he wanted to make everyone's life unusually hard for no good yes. reason yeah terry's one is the one that was tested by the way not mine so and there, were, there was science in testing mine wasn't there yeah there was oh fuck Brutal drill. So actually, like there's a there's a big group of people, I think, who shot that yeah. and set the standards. Um, it's fucking hard to make the high standards on that. Um, uh, <laughs> I am not cool. too much of a man to admit that I will never achieve. Hang on, let me find the actual name for it. But whatever the fuck the top standard is, I I'm I'm man enough to admit that that is not within my skill set. I reckon it is. I I just think it's not within your current give a fuck. I mean, let, let me let me rephrase it. Yeah, so beast mode. Let me rephrase that. I can probably clear this in beast mode. Okay. I just won't <laughs> because <laughs> that would take an unusually large amount of effort um, yeah. in order but, to achieve. And like, that, yeah. That pallet of ammo you got. I mean, sorry, that song you guys are buying us. Yes. If that you would, don't buy us would get, the song. go a long way towards getting me to standard grade. But I've got, <laughs> If you don't buy us the song, Cornea and I are going to sing in every episode. Dude, I will sing so much country music, everyone will unsubscribe. Which is any country music at all, really. Cornea likes both types of music, country. I'm going to just fucking mute him, throw him the fuck out of here and tell him to go fuck his hand. Country I music is like the best country in the world. I wouldn't go that far. Um, I quite like country, but a lot of people don't. I mean, you are yes. from a Heidelberg, dude. They're so. they're they're fucking wrong, is what they are. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There, there there is bad country. Don't get me wrong. There, there's some bad fucking stuff out there. I mean, like Swaziland's a bit odd. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, not sorry. commenting on, on Eswatini. <laughs> Apologies to our listener in Eswatini. Uh, you were just there, the first country that came to mind. There probably are some, and, and they're probably all unsubscribing now and leaving complaints. Um, <laughs> hint, if you leave a complaint in a one-star rating, we'll make a T-shirt taking fun yeah, of you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last guy I gave us a one-star rating made us a T-shirt. <laughs> and a fucking logo for the... <laughs> Hi, Andy. Like, he gave us a lot. Andy is a legend, whoever the fuck he is. Um, he probably doesn't even know. He probably stopped listening after that rating. I still don't I know reckon, what we did to him. Like, yeah, I don't. Andy probably listens to every fucking show just so you can hate it. He's that dude in the YouTube comments who every week when the new episode comes out goes, "This is boring and shit." Because there are a couple of YouTube channels where every week when a new channel comes out, the same dude bitches about it. It's like, here's an idea. So unsubscribe. Yeah. Stop listening. Go back to Pornhub. You um, you say that. So I've been watching. Um, I'm a massive Ken Block fan. Like, I'm fucking convinced Ken Block You're is a massive the... cock fan? Yes. Oh, oh, Block. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yes. My earphones. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, I'm convinced he's probably the best driver to ever walk the planet, right? But it, mm. everyone's going to disagree with me with that. But like, the dude is absolutely fucking amazing. And uh, on Amazon, there is a series right now, or at least it's probably a couple of years old. But there's there's a series covering the making of the Jim Connors, and I think it's like an eight part series. Fucking awesome. Mm. And one of the things is uh, Brian Scotto is uh, his director for all the Jim Connors said in one of them is we often get complaints that all the Jim Connors are the same. And I'm like, why is that a bad thing? They're all fucking awesome. That's why I keep watching them because they're all the same. They're fucking epic. Like, stop complaining about this shit. Right? If, if you don't like them, just stop watching. Stop listening. Fuck off. Exactly. Um, though, do us a favor. When you give us the one star rating, give us a link to your podcast so we can come listen. I mean, I probably won't listen, but at least I'll have a link to share. So you'll get a whole listenership yeah. from us by yeah. doing that. And both our listeners will give you one star. <laughs> they might actually give them five stars. <laughs> For the memes and the shirts, right? Well, this is true as well, actually. Ah, righty. Shall, um, we, shall we get into some of the stuff that you actually want to tell us about, T? You played with some guns recently that, that weren't just the shotguns that you told us about. Yeah, no, I played with some fun guns. Um, so... I, I had time to kill, so I went down to um, Safari Joburg to go say hello to some of my friends there and waste their time, basically. He was uh, nearby, he didn't call me for coffee, and he didn't, like, invite me to go look at the guns. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm a douchebag, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And and it was the first day of my life I ever used an Enigma as it's actually designed. Because it's the first time since I think it was in primary school I went to open public with tracksuit pants, because that's how low my current level of give a fuck is. Yeah. So you missed the size of me in tracksuit pants. Yeah. I, a gigantic service I, pistol with an X300. I was originally disappointed in not getting an invite. Um, I now realize that it was small mercy. <laughs> I would have had to decline when I showed up there and I saw him in his tracksuit and I was like, oh, I'm out. Sorry, <laughs> something came up. I have an emergency meeting with someone in more stylish clothes. <laughs> Yeah, I know it was the opposite of stylish, but they, they were still nice to me, and the coffee there is always good. Um, so I actually went because I, I wanted to go look at the Beretta, the Benelli Lupo, um, because I, it's their new bolt action. Oh, is it, the, uh, is it the straight pull? No, no, that's the Beretta. That's the BRX one. Um, the, the Lupo is the Benelli. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Sorry, I've got the friends so, confused in my head. So that's a, it's a, like a 60 degree throw bolt. I don't, doesn't appear to have the interchangeable barrels and that like the BRX one. It's a, the BRX one is a, it's a fucking cool rifle. It's, it's, it's probably the closest thing to a poor man's blazer you're going to get, you know, that straight pull interchangeable barrel thing, um, which is, is really cool. I really like the BRX one. Um, the, the Lupo, the Lupo is going to be jarring to a lot of traditional traditionalists. It's it's it doesn't look like a traditional rifle. It, it's quite a it's quite a unique sort of um, dude. It looks like an M2 Speed or a or a, yeah. or a or a Supernova. It looks like a Benelli, and 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 it it feels it feels almost like a shotgun. Um, it looks like a shot. Well, looking at the rear end, the, the back um, half of it, it looks like a shotgun which is quite cool. And I must say, I was actually quite impressed. It's quite a nice little rifle. Um, uh, not, quite a cool stock design. Uh, it's got that Benelli best finish um, that they're putting on some of their duck guns. So it should be quite impervious to the 
uh, the, the elements. Um, so that's actually why I went, because I just wanted to see one of those, because I'm on a bit of a bolt action rifle kick at the moment. Um, so I got to play with a couple of those. And nice rifle, I got to say. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, then what else did I have a look at? I had a look, I had a look at a, a, a Weatherby Mark V. I don't know what variant it was. I need to Google all these things because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You, you can keep talking. I'm just Googling Weatherby Mark V. So I, I don't, I'm not too sure which variant it was. It had like the, the Kevlar style stock and like a 26 inch fluted barrel uh, stainless um gigantic muzzle brakes that like my ears hurt even just from dry firing it um in six five three hundred weatherby which is just fucking insane so <laughs> if if their site would uh would load which mm -hmm. it's not right now um i could tell you everything about that gun as if i designed it myself and as if i'm an expert who didn't just need to google it but their site doesn't want to, oh there we go it has loaded the fun fact, Roy, Roy Weatherby, who started Weatherby, designed, I think he designed his first caliber, which I think was 270 Weatherby, like during World War II. Um, and his favorite caliber of all the ones he designed was 257 Weatherby, which he once shot a buffalo with. Um, I don't recommend that. So I, I think that the gun that you were looking at, T, is the Weatherby Mark V Mark in the weird fucking stock, the fluted barrel, the sort of aggressive looking break um and uh honestly the pattern on that bolt for the uh the spiral the, flutes oh man that's cool no no dude you, you have no idea it, it is fucking sexy as balls um it, <laughs> <laughs> that is not an invite to send him pictures <laughs> yeah please surname that means you he doesn't um, actually consider them to be sexy he just claims that he does yeah no, um, it's, it's just it's just i, I want to try and see if i can find it on here uh carbon mark no it's not a carbon mark back uh it's not an Acumark elite no it's not the Acumark pro what it was ah yes that appears to be it uh sorry i'm just um filling the the air with talking now because i'm trying to remember what rifle i was looking at uh, and that is the one uh, we have lost Cornet. i don't know what's happened to him country music sucks it's terrible People who listen to it are odd. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still muted, you cock? You're still muted. You've muted yourself. I could still hear you, motherfucker. I will kick oh, you yeah. in the fork next time. I was I'm glad I was still muted so that I didn't like get all the words that I was using to describe you on the air. <laughs> Everyone's glad that I was still muted. I was kind of hoping that you you couldn't hear it. So that when you uh, when you didn't bother to edit the show, this was in the middle of it. Um, that's what I mean, it was in I, Yeah, I, it was a Mark was, Five Acumark. I, I was trying to find a book which I thought was the uh, Weatherby, oh, but it's, it's oh, not. Oh, sweet! No, that's Ackley. Yeah, no, I I realized that when I grabbed some. I'm like, I'm sure I have the book on the calibers that he's talking about. I'm like, oh no, that's so, not it. So, so Roy Weatherby had some some super weird ideas. He was all about velocity uberalis now I'm, I'm a big fan of speed kills but he was a big fan of velocity and he was kind of convinced that with a fast enough bullet you could shoot an animal anywhere and it would die um but Which he did do some cool stuff tech it's technically true well yeah because uh, if you if you take it this way so fast enough i mean they said 
this had a fair bit of mass to it. Like it was, there was a bit of grainage happening there. Okay, <laughs> but technically, the shotgun pallet that killed the dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> technically missed them and still got the job done. The fuck are you talking about? The asteroid that hit the planet, dude. <laughs> it technically that shotgun pallet missed all of them or most of them at least, but still got the job done because speed. But that 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 was um you know number zero 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 buck. Uh the power of that was like zero 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 planet earth. Yes. Like it's not it's not like a it's not like a buckshot size, it's like an earth size squared. Um yeah, so there was it was a made to be mark five actually. Fucking cool rifle. Um it's so the caliber is just insane. I think it's 127 grand uh, Barnes LRX at like three and a half thousand feet per second. Um, Which caliber? Uh, 6.5 3378. <laughs> so bear in mind, um, bees, so the 300 Weatherby predates the 300 Win Mag. It, it, it postdates the 300 H&H, which is, of course, the greatest 30 caliber Magnum, not from capability, just because it's sexy. Um, and he basically took a 375 H&H case and blew it square uh, and then necked it down to 30 caliber. Um, the 7mm uh, Weatherby Magnum, I think, predated the 7mm uh, Remington Magnum. Um, so he was ahead of his time. He had some, there were some weird ideas and some of the things. But they make cool guns, and it's still family-owned since the 40s, which is quite cool. His grandson now runs the company. Um, and John Wayne had a Weatherby. Uh, but that 65300 Weatherby is just... I mean, I reckon if you get a thousand rounds out of your, your barrel, you are probably smiling, uh, but it'll be a thousand magnificent rounds. So there's actually a couple of variants of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, have you been doing guns for a very long time, dude? No, no, I'm, no, I mean just of this particular rifle. So there's the 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 Mark V Accumark, which mm. is the one we were looking at, which I think is the one that, that was the one you looked at. Yeah, it looks like an Accumark. There is an Accumark Pro, and then there is an Accumark Elite, and there's a slightly different um, stock profile on each of these. The one I want is the Mark V Backcountry 2.0 Thai Carbon. Oh, hang on. Now, now I need to try and figure out where I find that. Backcountry. I mean, okay, here we go. I found it. Waiting for it to load. I have literally, literally gigabit internet, and I still have to wait for fucking sites to load. And that is Thank a six point one pound twenty six inch rifle. <laughs> I mean, it's a four thousand dollar rifle, but and I'd have to get that in something mental like six five hundred where to be. I I like the go faster barrel. Oh yeah, Colin barrels are so sexy. And that would just be so awesome. You need to get that in. Let's look at the caliber options here. Six, six five. Uh, yeah, I guess six five three hundred is the. Uh, I mean, I would love a gun in 257 Weatherby. In fact, one day when I get my, my blazer K95, it might be in 257 Weatherby just because it's fucking odd. It's a cool caliber. 300 Weatherby would be an acceptable choice there. 65 Creedmoor would be wrong in that gun. And I like 65 Vegan a lot. I think it's a great caliber, um, but not in that gun. What that gun should... needs to be in, in a Weatherby caliber, preferably 65300. What, what is the overall length of 65300? Long. Long, long. It's it's a magnum length action. It's this. It's a three seven five H and H length cartridge. That's that's all I need. So what you should do then is you should buy 
Okay, let, let me let me let me tell you what you do here. And I'm going to need to go back to that gun so that I can actually listeners just gun. think about what you're going to be financing for your favorite podcast. And then when you oh, you you won't you won't finance this podcast. You you won't finance this. Let me tell you. So you buy a Mark V Backcountry 2.0 Thai Carbon. Yes. In 65 Vegan. Okay. No. Then the moment no no the moment it arrives, you pull the barrel off it, and you fit it with a 375 H&H stainless barrel. No, carbon. Stainless. No, no, no. We're, we're getting rid of this carbon shit. This is too light. You, 375 would kill you if you shot it in a rifle this light. And that's true. That's Mr. Mr. Recoil sensitive. Like, it, it would literally kill you. We'd, we'd need to, like, you know how they're gaming stuff in the in the US now, with USPSA, where they're, they're, like, machining entire X300s out of brass because you can't. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to have to think cowbells, but that aren't bells. They're just that that shape, um, but they're they're not actually hollowed out to be able to ring. We're just gonna like machine some cowbells out of solid fucking brass that we can hang from the like the the uh, the bipod loop on this gun, so that you can have you know. One, stability in such a light gun, and two, you can handle the recoil. And imagine how cool it'll look when you fire that thing and the cowbells do like this big swinging arc motion like a pair of nuts. I don't know what's wrong with him either. <laughs> Maybe he was dropping if, as a child. <laughs> the same as last week where if he would like Tarek to shoot 45 of the Nationals, if he would like Tarek to get a pair of like a nut-shaped cowbells made out of brass to hang from the bottom of his rifle, like you blue have, balls you, that from you hang from a You have to pay for them, though. <laughs> you have to pay for them, though. <laughs> I mean, I did discover last week that the 93 by 62 while a magnificent cartridge, is a terrible planes game cartridge. Though, shout out to your hand, Crick. Those Crick bullets expand even like at what is long range for that thing. But anyway, um, no, that Weatherby was just fucking cool. It was very cool. It's a cool caliber. I wouldn't want one as my only rifle because you couldn't shoot it much, but it would be a magnificent thing to own. So I would, I would totally have one of those in, so this is the Elite, the Elite. So the Mark V AccuMark If you say Elite, 308, like that is the end of our friendship. Oh no, I, I don't really care about the caliber. It's just, I like the look of the rifle. Which one? The AccuMark uh, Elite. Elite, yeah. So it's got a different um, stock profile. It looks a little bit more like... Uh, you should probably get the uh, Camilla, though. Like, like an M40. It's got more of that, that style. Yeah. Um, you should get the Camilla, stock. though. Hang on, let me... I think that's the ladies' rifle. Camilla, am I getting the Wilderness? So for the unshaved, or... Yeah, let's let's go with the Wilderness. <laughs> like it's the balls, 70. call that the Wilderness Bush. <laughs> Um, okay, no, I don't like this rifle. It it has yeah. none of the it has none of the coolness. You don't want the ladies one. Well, one the the sort of rake of the stock is quite extreme. Mm. Um, I think it's designed for someone genetically quite different to you. Oh no, it it, it is. It's just like it it has none of the coolness factor of the of the other one. Let's just look at the Camilla that isn't the wilderness. That's probably just in a different color. It is. I mean the 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 just Camilla is, is slightly cooler because at least it's a wooden stock. But no, I I I think you're getting the Acumark Elite. I think the Acumark Elite 
is where it's at, just based on like the limited number of guns that I've looked at of these, right? So don't take that as my final word on the subject. Like they have probably 25 guns listed here and I've looked at three, four. So <laughs> based purely on how they look. Um, but they did, I mean, so that, that, was, that was just a cool oh, gun. Oh, you need this one, T, and I haven't mm. even seen it yet. You need the, the Vanguard Meat Eater Edition. So you, you know what the Vanguard is? I don't. It's a Hauer that you pay a premium for to have a Weatherby badge on it. No, it has a, a super cool fluted barrel. It like is. It's a fleet. fucking expensive Hauer, that though. Okay, um, so let's let's not look at the Vanguard. Let's go back to looking at the Mark Fives and see if there's something else in here that like. I mean, the, Van, the Vanguards are very nice rifles. Um, I, I I really like them. I think, unfortunately, I think for various Ooh. reasons, just the pricing hurt them. I have the rifle for you, and I'm going to actually find you the caliber too. So this will be a gun that you will buy in. I mean, can we do six five Weatherby? Six five RPM Weatherby or six five three hundred Weatherby? Six five RPM Weatherby makes a lot more sense because it's six a six five RPM. It's a slight. It's like a six five PRC hundred feet per second faster. It's a far more practical cartridge. It just doesn't have that immense okay. magnum. Now, now think back before I tell you which one to get. Think back to our earlier discussions about buying the WLL, showing yes. up all sophisticated, and then while everyone else is finishing their coffee, you rip off your pants, fetch yes. your Power Ranger leg, and then shoot in your Go Faster gear. Yes. So you show up with a very nice, I don't even know who make like super nice rifles, but you, you show up with something that's classic, right? Something with a, with a full stock, nice word, classic okay. Classic sort of European cartridge, stylish, right? But like a Blaser K95 Stutzen. Perfect, perfect example. You, you have no that. fucking idea what I'm talking about. It's magnificent. No, no, I, no, no. I, I, I think I actually do because the Stutzen yeah, I, I know. Because I sent you so many stock. fucking of me like links to me building my dream K95. So, so, so <laughs> I, I know what the K95 is. The Stutzen tells me it's the full stock, which is the, yeah. the kind of kind of stock that I like. So that's perfect. I, I actually do know. So you show up with that in your tweed jacket with your flat cap and your, you know, you, you, you look stylish. Exactly. Okay. And then while everyone else is finishing their coffee, <laughs> you rip off your pants so that you're wearing pink camo. That <laughs> wants me to rip off my pants a lot. It's just because you have to show up in nice pants. Otherwise, the whole fucking story is ruined. And then you go and fetch your Mark V Cowpoke Edition. <laughs> <laughs> and 6.5 Weatherby RPM. Look it up. That's Literally. So you, you, you pull out your cowpoke. Remember, he's wearing pink camo at this point to match his earphones. <laughs> it's just odd. <laughs> Did you find that? That is truly, truly <laughs> odd. That is the perfect fucking rifle. That is the rifle to, uh, I'm telling you guys now, the Cowpoke Edition Mark V by Weatherby is the gun that I personally will endorse as the best rifle in the world. They, they make it in, uh, just like, that's odd. That, <laughs> that is, that is, um, don't get me wrong. I, I, would, I would fucking hunt with that because. It's I'm fucking cool. Yeah. I, I, I. But it is peculiar. I mean, for, 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 for the guys who, who are wondering um, what we're talking about, because they're too lazy to, to Google it, um, think of a classic rifle, really nicely constructed, 
super nice rifle, okay? And then think of like a Glock drop-in titanium nitride barrel. It's like <laughs> Agency Arms made a hunting rifle. It has a cowboy doing rodeo on it. The stock is orange and black. And there's a lot of titanium nitrate. Oh, well, the, it really does have the cowboy on it. I didn't even I see that you. when I recommended it. That's and then awesome. where it gets really weird is the end of the barrel. So the, the, the action is the action and the chamber area of the barrel is blued or black or what's a darker color. I can't tell 100% here. And then the barrel is this like titanium nitride gold color. And then like at the end of the fluting, so the last, I don't know, probably four to six inches of barrel just before you get to the muscle break, is black again. So it's like a reverse dog rocket. It's, it's fucking cool, dude. Don't, 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 like, Weatherby, if you send me this, I will fucking shoot everything with it. Like, if you send me one of these, not Terrible, shoot it in a handgun match if you send it. You, you might have to supply the ammo. And two, oh, it's available in 257 Weatherby, which I discussed earlier. It's very, very cool. I'm not man enough for 3378 Weatherby because that's mental. That's a 416 Rigby case blown out given a belt, and then neck down to 30 caliber. It's mental. Um, but, yeah, that in a 6.5, whether it be RPM or 257, it's, it's hideously ugly, but I would use it for everything. I'm, I'm sold. The cowpokers, I mean, <laughs> the Carbon Mark Elite is, is in second place for me. Like, I, I really like the look of that rifle. And seeing as the same action things, it'll be largely the same gun. It's just I, I really like the look of it. But this is in second place. Slightly behind the cowpoke. Like, dude, you gotta look up the cowpoke. If you haven't yet, you're making a big fucking mistake. You're missing out. Go look up the cowpoke. And it's not just because it has a cowboy fucking riding a horse on it. Because but mainly. I you know, I didn't I didn't see that until you mentioned it. So like I was all raving about this for like half an hour before. Send us two of those. You can send Cornet's in 6.5 RPM. And you can send mine in 257 Weatherby because it's traditional. Um, and you can consider yourself a sponsor of the show. We'll like say nice things about the reverse dog rocket gun every week. I've already said nice things about that gun. I'll have you know. I think it's, no, I, I, it, it's hideous and cool. It reminds me of a Sierra XR6 with the giant whale tail. <laughs> like no it's, jokes? It's terrible, but you want that's That's, no, that's accurate. Cool. They'll build you a custom rifle too. So if we grab like a, uh, shall we grab the carbon base model? So if we grab that and we click customize this product, do you think that I could build like a a different colored cowpoke? Dude, I think there is but one cowpoke. <laughs> and I do have a feeling whoever designed it was either drunk or went, how far can I push this? I, I don't want to be funny, but I'm looking at the colors that are available on the custom rifles. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're not as cool. They're not bad. I like the Starry Night looking one that's called the Green with Speckles. <laughs> like, green with Speckles. That's, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll share it with you. So, listeners, lean in closer to your fucking speakers. So you I'll, 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 I'll hold my phone. So, that's not bad. Like that. That's not bad. Ooh, this is this is oh, a speckle. I, like I like this. Okay, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. So this is like a like a uh, like snake uh, yeah. scale sort of pattern. 
I like the, the, the green with speckle, kind of cool. These others are kind of cool, but less cool, right? Oh, um, I do like the cryptic. I, I, I have, I, I know it, it makes me a bit of a basic white girl, but I really like cryptic. <laughs> oh, you basic bitch. Um, it is. I'm, none, I'm, I'm base. I think none of this lives up to the cowpoke. I'm, I'm so sorry. But if we like configure this gun in, let's do like, shall we do the speckle? And then we configure the receiver in like a burnt bronze. What do you think? Burnt bronze looks kind of everything's better in burnt bronze. Kind of cool on there. And then we do the the knob. <laughs> I don't I like that pink option. What? Look at that. That's kind of cool. I like that. Look at look at that contrast. So this is the the FDE, and then we do the flute knob. Oh, no, I'm okay. No, this is a different knob. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I am proud to announce that, well, not proud because I don't judge, but Kune is in fact heterosexual because he has absolutely no fucking taste. <laughs> and then we'll do the barrel like a, I mean, this is this has gone off the fucking rails. This is, oh, you this can get engraved floor plates. You can get engraved floor plates, Corn. Now we're into your. Hang on. I, I, I but don't it doesn't show them to you. This is a back country, so I'm guessing that the back country is. Uh, can you not it turn it? Can you not like make it spinny spin? Not, not that I can see. Oh, fuck if my if our ID department. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm super disappointed that I can't make it spin because I'm super curious as to what these are. You know, I've you, managed to zoom in like four hundred million percent, and can't see anything. Just go to the top again because I did see a do, 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 do. no, like above the rifle. I mean, this is this is exhilarating radio. No, no, down slightly, <laughs> down slightly. Uh, detailed floor plate options here, just above the price. So it says three thousand four hundred dollars. Mm. Yes, I, as a, I mean, this is amazing radio. Oh my word! Look at oh, these. You can get a Roy Weatherby quote. You can get a Kudu. You can get a fucking buffalo on there. The, the bison is cool. Yeah, the word it's a it's a buffalo with a flatter head. It's a. <laughs> 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 Buffalo that ran into something. Gray on the on on animal subclasses. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this is this is terrible. Not um, professional hunter, Gray. Um, you get a mule deer. That's a bit of a weird thing to get on your rifle. Yeah. A mule deer. You can get your initials. I wonder if they'd they'd believe you if you said my name is Charles Ulster Nathan Taylor. Please abbreviate it. <laughs> I just want you to put my initials in the bottom of my rifle. <laughs> I mean, they'll do it in this cool font, so it'll be like, like really, like. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stop the exhilarating okay. radio here. Go, go to weatherby.com/slash/floorplates yeah. if you want to see the options here. I think the one that I like the most out of all of these, I like the kudu actually. I mean, I these are it's cool. These, these are pretty hard to pick. Mm. I mean, the, the kudu is, is a pretty cool mm. one. Um, I think that I would have to go with the standard option that doesn't have any other stuff on it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You'd get the cowboy, bitch. <laughs> but there is, I, I'd have to buy the cowpoke for that. Which you would do. <laughs> like if you, if you, I know, if you went and ordered a Weatherby tomorrow, it would be a cowpoke. It would, but it couldn't be a custom rifle because, like, there's nothing in the custom settings options. Because they made the cowpoke ugly enough all on it. You can't customize as ugly as a cowpoke. <laughs> Get like a 
Swaro on there and I mean that's hideous. <laughs> Don't buy the rifle that I customized, but definitely buy the cowpoke. I'm going to stop sharing the screen yes. so that I don't get sidetracked anymore because people that are probably unsubscribing in mass. So, um, so, so that was interesting. Um, what else did I look at? I had a look at a Mauser Mark 18 in a chassis. I'm not really into chassis guns, but it wasn't bad. What I really liked, and, and this shocked me, was the Sick Cross. The um, Sick Cross is a cool gun. It's like a poor man's Q. Yeah. No, I mean, like, if I had the money, it would be a Q fix. Um, mm -hmm. Like, because I just think those are ridiculously cool, but they are twice the price, I think, um, if you can get one. Um, there are apparently, so I think Crusader Safaris in the Eastern Cape are getting some as their... Uh, um, oh, that's cool. Because um, Kevin, who owns Q, Kevin Brittingham, I think his surname is, uh, goes and hunts there all the time. Um, so much that he's building a house. It's all on his podcast, but he's he's having a house built on like <laughs> the farm, <laughs> and like got them to buy him a Land Cruiser. Um, well, he bought a Land Cruiser. We got them to get, but uh, he goes hunting there all the time, and they're apparently getting some cues as, uh, as some fixes as they. Um, so I think for that free advertising, I think they should let me shoot one of the animals with one of their fixes. I didn't pay for the ammo. I I would, so live cue or. Die, coolest uh, fucking website ever. LiveQorDie.com for the guys who don't know. Um, I just want to find it. So they also I also have a very cool podcast. I want to have a fix and a mini fix. Mm. The mini obviously has to be in 300 black. I don't know if they make it in anything else. They might. They might make so. it in 223, but I'm, I'm not sure. The fix is going to be in 6.5 vegan. Yeah, the, the fix has got to be in 6.5. Um, and like, I would totally fucking rock those guns. I, and then I love the look of those. No, they're super cool. And then they've got the 8.6 coming, which is just mental. And then it sounds like they're going to be doing a fix variant for PHs. So imagine a 4.58 lot fix. <laughs> so for dudes who are probably, no, I, I, know, I know fuck all about hunting, so ignore what I'm going to say here because it might be completely off base. But for dudes who probably do a lot more carrying of that rifle than shooting of that rifle, um, I think it makes sense. It's probably going to be going to say unpleasant. Maybe it's not going to be unpleasant to shoot, but it's, it's obviously a light rifle with, a, with potentially a heavy recoiling round. But seeing as you're you're carrying it 300 days a year and you're shooting it two days a year, um, I think it, it probably makes a fuck ton. Yeah, I think it's very cool. But on the cross, I, so I was I was kind of expecting the cross to feel a bit like most chassis rifles. And most chassis rifles, if you hold them up and try and point them like a rifle, don't feel like it. Um, yeah, they don't. They're not meant for that. But yeah, they doesn't. The, just doesn't the 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 cross. I got to say, like you pick that up and point that at something, it it's an it's a bolt action AR, um, which was pretty cool. Uh, so that so, that I was, uh, and I kind of hope more manufacturers. You know, I, I'd love to see like Ticker do something with that sort of concept. Oh yeah. Because um, I, re I like Ticker makes spectacular rifles. Um, I, I was I'd hoping really, that the. Keep, keep going because I'm going to have to think mm. of the name. But I was, oh, there's the CZ600 Trail. I was hoping that the trail was going to be, you know, sort of something similar, but there's mm. some, some, some things there. But the interchangeable um, barrel rifle where you can't interchange barrels. Yes. Um. So there's, there's reasons there why, why that is not it. But like, I like the idea of, of a, of a bolt action AR, something that mm. has a very similar manual of arms, operates very similarly. You have to run a vault, but like it's it's very cool. And I did, sorry to interrupt you here, T, but I just want to say this before I forget. 
normally I would advocate that your your rifle that goes with your QAR should be a fix or a mini fix. Uh, but in this instance, seeing as, and it's it's not quite the look that I was hoping for, but seeing as Q now have an AR called the Sugar Weasel, yes. I think that is the that is the obvious sort of counterpart for the cowpoke. I think the sugar weasel is like the poor man's version of the honey badger. Um, yes, but it has also, a cooler name to go with the cowpoke. He, he also had a, uh, a Remington 700 chassis called the side chick. Like, I just like Q shit because of the names. Because <laughs> they're like, what can we get away with? And yeah, exactly. go with it. I mean, just for the guys to, who, who need to have some ideas for, for names here, I'm not going to read some more gun names, but I am going to read you some of their suppressor names. There is the, uh, the Jumbo Shrimp, <laughs> the Trash Panda, my personal favorite so far, the Thunder Chicken, the Half Nelson, the Full Nelson, the El Camino, Tarek's favorite, the Erector, followed by the Black Erector, Followed by the rector with a nine instead of an O. So I don't know how you would say that. So that's kind of weird to me. But like, so Tarek would have would have an erector, and uh, I would definitely have a thunder chicken. And I think the new eight six one's got a weird name as well. Uh, that's not on here yet, so I can't. I think if you click on eight six, uh, there's stuff right there. I think I saw it the other day. Uh, what's more, more exhilarating radio <laughs> more exhilarating um, I mean the thing is we're giving you guys quests here because you're going to have to go and fucking find all this shit when we're done here um, <clears throat> oh, 86 technical data hang on let's go back there well, I want a pair of lounge lizard shorts as well they're like those UDT style they look like they're those UDT style short shorts okay these this is literally just technical specification stuff like there's 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 interesting stuff in there, but there's nothing in there that's uh, that's that's fun or uh, or, or weird because it's all actual tech spec. Somewhere, I saw it somewhere. It was the name of the um, the, the the silencer for the uh, oh the the pork chop. There we go. The pork chop. Pork chop silencer by Q hmm. for the eight six. The 8.6, by the way, for the guys who don't know, is like a, it's obviously 8.6 mil, but it's it's like a... It's a 6.5 vegan case. I mean, that's the parent case. Neck to 3.3.8, as I recall. So 8.6 to 3.3.8. Yeah. Um, and then what he's... The, 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 the really weird thing that he's done with it is the rifling twist is... It's something crazy, like 1 in 4 or 1 in 5. Um, so that's exactly what I was going to say. Like mm -hmm. the... The cool thing about this is it's a big, heavy fucking, it's a heavy four case size bullet. Think sort of 300 black. You know, it, it, it doesn't fly particularly fast. In fact, it's pretty fucking slow. Uh, I don't have actual idea of what it truly flies at, but it, it's, it's a slow fucking caliber. Uh, but it's in a one in three twist and they're, um, oh, and, and, or it can be in a 1.5 in one twist. Uh, for restricted use, so I guess that's for for shorter distance engagement. But their testing has shown that the more aggressive twist rate uh, improves uh, terminal performance. So I, apparently, and as I, say, I don't have any science back this up, this is just from, from what I've heard and seen. With the Barnes X bullets, with that super tight twist, instead of the X opening up into an X, it kind of the X is open into a bit of an angle. 
And, you know, people have this idea that, oh, a bullet globe is at whatever, 60,000 RPM or whatever. It's moving like a little chopping block, but it's not because it's only moving at the twist rate. So if you've got a one in 10 barrel, that means that bullet's doing a full rotation every 10 inches. Um, and that slows down in, in things heavier than that's, air. That's pretty fucking fast twist, though. I mean, I know that's 14 penises, but... Um, <laughs> this is like yeah. 10 twists of that. But... So with a one in three, that, that bullet's doing a full rotation one in three. So that's kind of getting that buzzsaw people. He, he shot buffalo with that thing. I mean, it's just mental. I think it was in Mozambique where I think everything's legal. But uh, it's just fucking mental. It's like super cool. It speaks to me. It's a, uh, it's a cool caliber. He's also the dude behind uh, 300 Black, for the guys who don't know, which is hmm. um, so 380C Blackout or whatever it's officially called. Uh, originally 300 Whisper, right? So JD Jones invented 300 Whisper originally. Um, and I'm not too sure what they changed when they made 300 Black, but a big part of it is they made it like, uh, mainstream. I think, um, you know, I don't know what the technical stuff was, but 300 Whisper was, for all intents and purposes, a cartridge no one had ever heard of, except if you're a bit of a, a, a nerd that, as I recall, was chamed in things like Thompson Center Contenders. Um and there were some changes made, and I actually don't know exactly what they were. If anyone knows, um, I'd be keen to see, but uh, to make it into the 300 black. So <clears throat> I don't recall that that was either. I've, I've listened to the whole story, but I, I don't recall now. But 300 black effectively made it a safer cartridge. Um, mm. I think they took the same thing, but they introduced actual standards on pressure and uh, went through the actual testing to get it. It, it could Instead well be, you know, with, with a lot of these cartridges, um, you know, there's, you, you know, before Norma sort of standardized the 65284, um, you could have four rifles in 65284 with slightly different chamber dimensions because every Wildcat had a slightly different thing. Um, so, you know, a big part of it is just kind of standardizing something um, so that this is the spec from now on and this is what the chambers are reamed to and this is what the ammo is loaded to. Uh I, I seem to recall that it was again an under correction, but it there was there was significant variance in the um what was it called? Uh headspace mm. of three hundred whisper, which made it um potentially dangerous to shoot in certain firearms, even though they're technically chambered in the right um caliber. So I think three hundred black fixed that mm. and then turned it into something that was actually I mean, the, the 300 Whisper is cool, but like it turned it into something that was actually being used on a little bit more of a, a mass scale. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a very cool cartridge. And I think I, I think 8.6 is going to be interesting. I think uh, it's also um, subsonic compatible. Uh, they do do subsonic stuff with like, I think, a 300 dot grain bullet, um, which will be interesting. And, uh, and they, I mean, he shot some stuff at like ridiculous ranges with that as well. Uh, I think he shot with a with a fix in six five vegan, sixteen inch. I think he shot a bless bucket, something like nine hundred meters, um, which is fucking far. Uh, that's the technical <laughs> term. That 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 is far. Um, so we've we've gone off the rails and we're now talking about cartridges, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, I suppose it's a it's a it's a it's a departure from our earlier uh, discussions of the cowpoke that was quality. So no, I mean that was that was fine. That was bring fine, you, fine bring you actual informational information. There, there, there was a little bit of a history about Weatherby. There was. I'm sure lots of people didn't know. 
And if any double radii shoulder that doesn't really do anything, but is unique. And the 6.5, funny enough, the 6.5 Weatherby RPM that you keyed onto the other day, which was launched recently, was their first ever Weatherby cartridge that doesn't have um, the double radii shoulder. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. Because, yeah, the, the marketing for that was, it was a little bit of snake oil that there was some sort of weird Venturi effect and all of that. Um, and I think they kind of went, this is actually just, I'm sure it's a ball like to machine receivers and it's a ball like to form brass with that funny shoulder. Um, and as a result, we just get rid of it because it's, yeah. yeah. So what they did with the 6.5 off, so the 6.5 um, Weatherby RPM is quite interesting. So uh, 284 Winchester, Winchester introduced, I think in the 50s or 60s, but I could be open to correction. Um, and it was an attempt to make a short action cartridge, so a 308 length action cartridge that could compete with a, a 270, um, which is a long, which is a standard length action cartridge. So they, they put on a rebated rim. So it's the same rim diameter as a, as a 308, but a fatter case. Uh, fantastic cartridge that just didn't really take off. Um, and what was more successful is when guys then necked that down to 6.5. Um, and then uh, Nosler, I think, sorry, not Nosler, Norma standardized that as a, as a cartridge, as the 6.5284, which and it's a good cartridge. It got eclipsed by the 6.5 PRC because Hornady's marketing machine is better. Um, and I think just the, the, the sort of footprint's bigger. Um, very similar, the 65284s are slightly slower than a 6.5 PRC, which is a magnificent cartridge. Um, and then what they what what uh, uh, Weatherby did is they took that 65284 case and lengthened it <laughs> to like a standard length action um, length. Uh, with it. So, so you could just put more powder and make it go faster. So I just pulled up the, the 6.5 uh, RPM. <clears throat> so, and these are not one for one comparable because there is some, some variance in the bullet weights here, but I'll tell you what they are. So 260 rem with an Acubond 140 grain will do 2655. Mm. 6.5 Creed will do 140 grain LDX, mm. so slightly heavier bullet, but it'll do 2700. So it's Slightly faster with a slightly heavier bullet. Hmm. Um, 6.5 uh, 284 Norma with 140 grain will do 27.50. So, again, slightly faster than 6.5. And you can Creed, probably but... get a bit faster than that. Uh, these are just the, their, their, their published numbers. Yeah. So. Um, uh, 264 Win Mag with 140 grain will do 29.29. Hmm. 6.5 PRC with 143 grain LDX will do 26.60. Slightly heavier bullet, faster. 26 or 2960? Uh, 2960. Okay. Then the 6.5 Weatherby RPM will do with 140 grain, and it'll do 29.75 with the interlock. Mm. With uh, Acubond, it'll do 3.075. And if you swap out the, again, not, not comparable because mm. different weights, but if you swap in a Bond's 127 grain, it'll do 3,225 feet per second. <laughs> That's uh, that's three barrels a month. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like 6.5 PRC, I think the guys talk about 1,500 rounds on the barrel. Um, yeah, but if you're shooting a match every yeah. week and a match is... It, it, it's also a case of, of what you... You know, like, if you're, if you're chasing quarter-minute groups, then at 1,500 rounds, there's a very good chance you're going to notice it. For... <laughs> 
for most oaks, you know, like most oaks who are buying a hunting rifle or a fuck around rifle, um, they'll probably get more than that out of it. Uh, and yeah, like it, it, I mean, like 28 Nosler, um, I think the number I've heard is like some guys at 800 rounds, their barrel starts going south. Um, but, you know, on, on, I mean, on a gun like that, how many, how many oaks do you know whose hunting rifles have shot 800 rounds? So you want the, a, a different number here. Hmm. So we did say 3075 with 140 hmm. grain Acubon or 3225 with 120, yeah. uh, 127 grain bonds. If I scroll down just a little bit further, okay, the 65 Witherby RPM, yes. 140 grain, yes. okay, 3075, so, so the same number we read at the hmm. top. Then we just glance over to the other side where they have the 65 300 Witherby. <laughs> That with a 140 grain A frame will do three three nine five. It's doing 3400 feet per second with 140 grain bullets. Yes, <laughs> it's fucking fly. I would shoot everything except like buffalo and elephant with that, it would be magnificent. That's that's oh, fucking oh, moving. Before I forget, before I forget, um, Weidmann's Heil to uh, Chris, one of our two listeners who got his first bless back this weekend. Fantastic job. One shot, dropped on the spot. Was very, very lucky. Was very happy for him. So, big Weidmann's heart to him. Awesome. Um, and since I don't understand the culture or anything, I'll just say congratulations, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, surnames, um, hello, surname. His 6.5 vegan, like, cemented to me that I know Oaks like to bitch and moan about that cartridge. Um, fuck, it works well. Uh, Used a, a factory 120 grain SNB uh, XRG blue, which is their like pointy tip monolithic. Um, really, really impressive. Uh, I do like a 6.5 vegan. It's not quite a 6.5 PRC, um, which is just like magnificent, but it's still pretty cool. And it's better than a 308. <laughs> even, even in a bolt gun? Especially in a bolt gun. Uh, Terry doesn't like uh, like three eight bolt guns. Um, I, I've softened on them. I just I think it's too. I think I'm put off three oh eight for the same reason. I got a lot of guys don't like the six five Creed more because because a lot of the owners act like it's the greatest thing in the history of the world ever, um, and it is a little bit dull. I mean, it's super practical. It's a Toyota Corolla. Um, it's just you can shoot it in your garage what no don't do that yeah please don't do that um i was trying do, to find a, a bolt action gun here um are these chambered in 308 they're almost certainly there we go you can shoot it in your benelli lupo and your fn fell like this is true but you can also get a benelli lupo in six small creedmoor which is a magnificent cartridge the choice of the cultured individual i've got one um, you can, in fact, get it in six yes. feet. Which is a magnificent cartridge. My gunsmith has decided it is the greatest fucking set of fire cartridge in the world ever and better than his 308. Cool. You can also get this in. Uh, I was going to make a joke about manly cartridges, but I don't know what any of these things are. So, like. <laughs> it's anything, generally, anything like the 300 Win Mag is pretty damn manly. Like the uh, Navy Seal. There, there, there is a 300 win mag option oh, here, but there's, there's also a seven mil rem mag. 
which I really like, partially because of the sexy cartridge. 3006 is fucking like it's not just manly, it's granddadly. You you uh, can get it in 3006, but you're losing two inches off the tip there. So because <laughs> it doesn't need it, because it's got the girth. <laughs> you can in get it fact, in fact, it's not, it's still a 30 caliber bullet, dude. Like it's <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 a manly one. No, it's granddadly. It's cool. You can get it in love and weight. Uh, sorry, 308. Um, you can get it in 6.5 vegan. You can get it in the 6 mil vegan. I think you can get it in 243. Do you get it in 243? You can get it in 6.5 PRC, which is a cool caliber. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, I like it. 6.5 PRC. Soccer S20 in 6.5 PRC is still probably the sexiest rifle ever. I mean, you're giving up mag capacity when you are. Uh... Yes, but you're getting, you're getting fast. No, but you're, you're you're really giving up mag capacity if you look at their, their the way that they've described these. Mm-hmm. So in calibers, thirty out six, two seventy six five Creed, three oh eight, and two four three, you get five rounds. Mm. In three hundred three hundred one mag, you get four. Mm. Okay, That's but if you buy if you buy a six five PRC seven mil rem mag or a six mil vegan you get five plus one because the other yeah. ones you can't have one in the chamber <laughs> but on these three you can <laughs> that's also fucking weird because the six mil vegan and the six five vegan are the same case yes but you can't have one in the chamber in one of those because it doesn't have the five exactly. plus one it just has the five <laughs> the 300 win mag and the seven more rem mag are the same diameter case <laughs> i mean the fastest twist here, I mean, I'm mm. saying that the 6.5 isn't listed and the 7 mil. The 6.5 will uh, be a 1 in 8 and the 6 mil Creed will be a 1 in 7.5 or 1 in 8. Yeah, so the, the 6.5 PRC and the 6 mil Creed don't have their twist rates listed. Yeah, they'll, they'll be 1 a, in 8 or 1 in 7.5. There's 1 in 8 for the for the Creed. All the others are, are a bit slower. I remember correctly, Sammy's spec for the, the 6 mil Creed is 7.5, but I think a lot of them are 1 in 8. Um, because you're on the soccer S20, that the capacity is is five rounds on the 243, the 308, the 306, the six mil vegan. I think that's what it comes in. And then the PRC, the 300 win mag, and the seven mil win mag are three shots. And the extended mag is 10 in the standard calibers and six, I think, in the in the fat cartridges. It must look pretty impressive. It must look like a um, M14 with that. Uh... <laughs> It looks fucking tits, actually. Uh, <laughs> you 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 have the M14 with that extended mag in your head right now, don't you? Like I do, actually. It looks fucking cool <laughs> with a thumb hole stock. <laughs> no, no, sacrilege. Uh, anyway, at least you guys know we're truly gun guys because we think in pictures, and those pictures have names to them, so we can tell you what the names are. Yeah, and we're total nerds. Fucking nerds. So, uh, what other guns do you play with? I know that you had the uh, the, the Saint, right? You- I played with the little Saint pistol, um, which I think is cool. I think for for what it is, it's it's super cool. I know guys like to bitch about um, AR barrel lengths and uh, various lengths. Um, if you're shooting full metal jackets, then yeah, it's more of a problem. If you if you can choose your ammo, then you can find stuff in a seven and a half inch barrel in a five five six. That's going to work better than anything you can shoot in a nine mil, um, and I think that sometimes gets forgotten. Um, I didn't detail strip a little or anything, but it looked like a nicely put together little gun. Um, 
and it's freaking tiny and cool. Uh, I mean, here I would take off the brace because you don't need to have a brace on it, and I'd put a stock on it. Um, but uh, it's a really nice PDW for a lot less money than was some it, PDWs. Was it the the Victor? Yes, it was the Saint Victor, seven and a half inch. Okay, because there's there's the Victor which has the the cooler um, sort of handguard mm. and stuff on them out the out the factory. And then there's another and, and, seven and a half that they make that Yeah, I think there's I think there's three lines. And before anyone has a meltdown about um for what most guys are buying an AR for, um it's probably gonna work fine. And uh, it's it's at a price range that if I have to tweak a thing or two, it's not the end of the world. Um it's like my default recommendation when guys ask about um, you know, what AR to buy is normally a, a Smith & Wesson M&P Sport. Um, now, while I fully appreciate that an M&P Sport is not a 9th Armaments SR15, um, it's also a 25 grand rifle as opposed to an 80 or 90 grand rifle. That um, you can't get here anyway. Well, that as well. So I think sometimes guys get a little bit wrapped around, you know, around the handle about, uh, uh, and I, I read on the internet that you've got to have at least the spec in an AR. Um, I've, I've, I've seen some weird, some like, you know, like DSA ARs, which guys don't really think of, and, and the Smiths and that generally sort of work. Um, and if they don't, the, the issues are generally pretty easily fixable. Um, so I, I think the Springfield looks interesting. I, I, I can't say that it's, it gives the, you know, I, I can give it a gold plate a guarantee because I haven't seen a hundred of them shoot. Uh, but it looks like it's got potential. That short barrel in a 5.56 is going to be less forgiving. Um, you're probably going to need decent mags. You're probably going to need to keep on top of gas rings and things like that. Uh, but if you are looking for that style of gun, I think it's cool. Um, I'd like to play with one. Uh, I would want to put a silencer on it though. So I, I I don't know what the other ones are. I know that there are others because I briefly looked at them a couple of months ago. But mm. there are others. The the Victor was definitely the one that had the uh, the better uh, handguard and stuff out the factory. Which probably the one that I would consider if I was buying one because I'd have to change less things. What I would do to them is uh, I'm looking at the SPR variant on the website, I think, because this is an actual stock on it, not a brace. Hmm. But yeah, I would ditch the brace. Um, I'd put a proper stock on it. And I would, the pricing on the ones that I know are locally available is insane, but I would probably try and get a law folder for it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you get a law folder, that would be super cool. Uh but it's but it's think, over here it's gonna cost you half as much as the rifle costs you. Yeah, yeah and, and honestly it's not worth it. Uh but I think for for what a lot of guys are looking for, I think at the end of the day, I think it's a fun little toy. Um when I, I, I tried it, I try I did try and hold it using the brace as a brace. Um yeah, uh, that's just stupid. Um and with the brace as a stock for me, which is perfectly legal here. Uh, it's like nose to charging handle stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I thought it was really cool. Um, I thought it was a funky little gun. Um, yep. I played with a, what else did I play with? Played with a 365 XL, which has grown on me. Um, as long as it's not the one with the stupid fucking safety, it's cool. No, 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 safety's cock. Um, so I played with a three, so the 365 is just far too small for like me to get any sort of, I can't, I can barely get two, two fingers on it. Um, so it's not that it doesn't feel nice. I, I can't I've heard that two fingers is plenty. <laughs> it's better. Um, 
but I can't I, I, like I, I struggle to get like a proper controlled grip on there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. There are yeah. tiny guns. The minivan, um, <laughs> but the, and then I played with a three six five X, which is a XL length grip on a, a, a three six five size top end, so kind of a a commander esque. Um, it's like the Glock forty three X. It's a it's a silly sort of size thing and for me for some reason that thing pointed like point pointed exceptionally low um but the three the, the 365 xl hang on so it's a it's a it's a commander style setup right pretty so much, pretty short much. top end longer oh, oh, okay um but the xl i gotta say talks to me um i really like the xl i believe some some shield pluses have finally landed in the country uh and that of the subcompact nine mils is probably the one I like the most at the moment. Um, if I was buying a subcompact nine mil now, that that would be a definite contender. Um, there's a there's a slight size difference between the three six five and the three six five X. Yeah, so it's the same in, top in, end. In in all, well, not not based on the comparison I'm seeing. It looks like it has a different top end too. No, it's the same top. Uh, end. Which well, the X is the same top end. <laughs> Manufacturers sometimes ask me how I know with my M9A3 barrel um, that manufacturers sometimes put funny numbers on their websites. Oh, uh, uh, no, no. You know what this is? Mm. The overlay image is just misaligned. Uh, so That's the same it, top it, end. It's a longer grip. Yeah, I can I can show you what the difference is mm. uh, and, and why I was saying that uh, it looks like there's a difference. So they had them uh, set up like this. You see, there's a, there's a distinct yeah. difference. Um, yes. The bottom but one has a beaver back. tail, but if you do that, yeah. poop, it's yeah. exactly the same. It's the, it's the frame that's slightly different. Oh. That's an interesting looking gun. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I, I think the 365XL is better. Um, for, for my purposes, um, I uh, the, the Micro 9s, that sort of size of 9 for me, I think especially with, with, with the existence of the Enigma has become less interesting to me. Um, I think they're very useful to some people. Um, for me, I think you're giving up a lot. I, I would, I'd probably buy a Beretta APX Centurion and stick it in Enigma, um, you know, for for what for what I'm looking for, uh, or, or insert plastic people popper of choice there. I just, uh, I, I think that the APX Centurion is a freaking cool little gun and, and good value. Um, but if you wanted a Sig or a a Springfield or a Glock or a Smith or whatever. Um, I think that's partially what I like about the Shield. Um, so, you know, credit where credit is due. The Shield, it wasn't the first tiny single stack nine, but it was the first successful and good tiny single stack nine. Um, I, I think it, it genuinely um, sort of made a category. Um, and then I think this... And it's a little bit bigger than a Hellcat or a, uh, a 365 or all the guns like that. And I think that kind of almost works in its favor because you get a little bit more grip on it. Um, it's still a little gun. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, And on that gun, I honestly wish that 30 Super Carry had have taken off like it had the potential to. I mean, I didn't have much hope for 30 Super Carry in this country, but it seems to have died a death in the States as well. Uh, but I think that's a magnificent caliber for a gun like that. Do you, do you know why it's died a death in the, in the States? 
because of the massive ammo shortages. I have a different theory. Mm. Um, it's because you could only buy, I think, three guns chambered in it at the moment. Yeah. Okay. And Nighthawk can't crank out enough good guns. Far too much. <laughs> well, yeah. For I mean, everyone to just buy the, the right gun in that caliber. Uh, jokes aside, I mean, I think one of the things that hurts with it is I think the three guns you can get it in are uh, the Shield Plus, yep. the, that weird Smith & Wesson with a manual safety, that the, the, the Smith & Wesson Star fucking Fire Star Plus um, that I just thought was the dumbest gun I saw at Shot Show. Sorry, Smith, I think the Shield Plus is awesome. I think that gun, the CSX, I think it is. Um, I'm trying done. to find the name of that thing, um, but I know exactly which one you're talking about. When the hammer-fired single-action gun has a heavier trigger than a striker-fired gun, there's a problem. Um, and then there was the Nighthawk, which is super cool, but a five-inch steel frame government model in 765 French long magnum was is never going to be successful. Uh, I Fuck see, off. Um, Everyone should buy one. Go buy one. Get on the night. waiting list, Night. Nighthawk will deliver one to you in seven years because <laughs> they're not a mass manufacturing company. They're like, no, but you won't wait for a Nighthawk like that. Uh, you'll, you'll probably have it in a reasonable time period. Uh, but it's just a, it's a weird caliber for a gun like that. I think it's fucking cool. I think Hornady are making, um, oh, actually, I, I was on the Hornady website today. Hornady are making 30 super carry MNR as well. Uh, oh, nice. But yeah, I, I don't think it makes a huge amount of sense in a service pistol, but in, in, in little guns. So if Nighthawk did that in, uh, what's that little, is it the counselor or something? That little defender size yes, gun? Yes, I think See, it is. That, that, uh, that would be exciting. Or a Staccato C2 in 30 Super Carry would be fucking magnificent. Hang on. Especially just... with 170 more mag. I'm. I'm... <laughs> So the first thing we need to do in order to to improve adoption of this, unlike um, what was that fucking Smith caliber, Smith and Wesson, three fifty six TSW, three fifty six. Unlike three fifty six TSW, where Sport killed it. What we need to do is we need to get the it's ability to shoot or make it just game legal. No, oh. because it's not nine ball, right? It, it's oh. not it's not legal in the game at all. Make it game legal, um, and then go. I've got a th I've got an idea to make this calendar work. Okay, one, we make it legal overall so that you can shoot an open, so you can have a 170 mil mag with 47 rounds of ammo. Okay, but two, we 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 change the rules of classic slightly. <laughs> Salt. I don't even know so, what you're going to say. <laughs> so the gun has to fit a box. A box is the size. No, no, no. But that's the rule. It has to fit the box. Mm. The box is the size that it is now, but we do away with the ammo capacity limits. Because many so of fit in it. As you box. can fit. And then all of a sudden, 30 Super would take off like a fucking rocket. Because now all of a sudden, the uh, the classic minor guys have the same amount of ammo as the production guys. <laughs> but but here's what we do, right? So we have, you know, we have major minor scoring. I mean, I know you know this for our listeners. You know, so for the 30 Super Carry, you use minus scoring with one difference. Yeah. The delta doesn't count. Okay, do that. So you get minus scoring, you get five points for an alpha, you get three points for a Charlie, but d the delta doesn't count. So you um, so you can shoot standard minor, you can shoot open. Open major would be interesting with that. 
but if you fuck if you've got the balls go for it um you can shoot classic minor with your 12 shot um so you don't really get much recoil less recoil than nine more a little bit um but you get uh so so your 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 trade-off for the extra capacity is deltas don't count and i'll tell you what on a classic gun i would take that 12 round mag and no deltas. Yep. so would i um so you, you are correct it is the counselor that you were thinking of yes um i think the that in 30 super carries a carry gun now the, i mean it's available in 38 oh no it's not available it uses a 38 super firing pin never mind it's available mm -hmm. in nine more okay never mind um <clears throat> the treasurer i think would be fuck cool the problem with carrying the treasurer is if you went to time you went to the gun shop and tried to buy something the front of your pants would go no that's not clever use of your finances you should invest that and you're like fuck off you go you can't afford this fuck you you should you should look up the treasurer i'm i'm like i'm fully fucking down for this thing it has a gold bead front sight it's a I think it's a three and a half inch gun, but let's just make doubly sure. I'm going into Nightfall Custom. But how do you like my idea of 30 super carry in competition? Dude, I, I'm down for that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so it's a 3.8 inch uh, barrel. Obviously, we want it in, in 30 super carry. Gold bead front sight, hiney rear. Like, uh, this is just a cool looking fucking gun. Officer size. Counselor, Nightfall Carry. It's way down. Ooh. That's just fucking cool. Ooh, oh, I do like that. That deep dish um, crown. Yeah, it just, it just makes me all. That is a cool little gun. But I don't want a gold bead. I want a red dot. <laughs> I will take that gold bead. Thank you very much. Because, yeah, eight shots, you get at least nine in Super Carry, maybe even 10. That would be fucking cool. I mean, let's see that update to their website. If that was legal in um, the game in Epsic. Uh, which it isn't just because of the caliber. We have a, a nine millimeter minimum bullet diameter. Um, if you could get, get nine rounds in that, you have a viable um, minor gun. Oh, yeah. And you could like, you could be the dude who pitched up at the match with his carry gun. Exactly. Be a spectacular shoot little Shoot it from gun. a little pocket holster. <laughs> I mean, you know, now that well, IDPA has died in South Africa, they've uh, finally got a really cool rule set going where you can carry appendix and have 15 rounds in SSP. And like all of a sudden, IDPA is appealing and it's died. Yeah, it's it's no longer around. It's so, appealing, fuck. but not around. Um, uh, which is, I mean, th there is the Warhawk 2. Now, if I remember correctly, the Warhawk, is it the Warhawk? One of the models, I think it's, I, I, I'm open to correction, but I think the Warhawk was the old Chris Costa gun. Uh, could be. That got a different name. Could be. So, the old Costa yeah. Custom, right? Yeah. So the the, the, the Yeti guns, is, I think the Yeti guns are, are like the Shadow Hawks or something. Or are they the Warhawk? I think. I th like, I, I, I don't know, but like the trooper screams Yeti to me. No, it's definitely not the trooper. I, I think it's the, might be the Shadow Hawk. Yeah, the Shadow Hawk is the Yeti gun. The Shadow Hawk series is the Yeti gun. I think the War Hawk is the Costa gun. Um, the 30 Super Carry is just fucking cool. Yeah, I, I, I think what we should do is we should make like comps and things legal in, uh, in classic, and then all get Firehawks and like 30 Super Carry. Oh, 
by a hawk when I saw that. That yeah, that gun spoke to me in 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 the firehawk with the in double the stack. region. Do the firehawk with the double stack frame option. I need to go function test my nine more colt with hollow points and I do know and carry that. You you um, do. You should go do that. Have you done it yet? Um, my neighbors might complain if I go function test in my backyard. <laughs> like a really loud SMB monolithic. I would never do that, for fuck's sake, before anyone loses their fucking sense of humor. That is a joke. And I will function test it at a legal shooting range. Um, just before someone does it. Oh, he said on the podcast he was going to shoot in his backyard. We we say a lot of things in this podcast, if we're yeah. completely honest. So almost all um, of it is bullshit. Almost all of it, except for the bit earlier about uh, phone timers not working. That was truth. <laughs> yeah, that was true. And the fact that thirty super carry should be allowed in all the sports and just don't include, don't allow D zone hits with it. I'm I'm happy with that. In fact, if you took away C zone hits, I would probably still be okay with it. I mean, it, it probably won't be a very competitive option if you took away season hits. But at yeah, least the caliber would, would take off. Which... <laughs> on, on swingers and partials, when you aim at the center of the available target, it'd be a challenge. Um, but I reckon if without deltas, I reckon it could still be competitive. If, 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 you, I, if you did your rule of going, it's got to fit the box, so you'd have, I think it's a 12-round mag. Yeah, I think it's 12 rounds. Pretty so sure. a 12-round classic gun where you've got fucking 50% more capacity than the major gun I'm shooting this weekend because that's what you fuckers voted for. Um. Uh, so you get two more rounds in a double stack mag. Um, that says one more round in a single stack. Hey, still. It's probably one more round. In a, but, I mean, honestly, if you get that in a full-size gun, so if you get that in a government model, mm -hmm. and uh, you use 10-round mags, You'd get 11 rounds in there. And honestly, our 10-round mags have... Um, we don't have more than 10 rounds in them because the game doesn't allow for it. But honestly, with how fat most of the, 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 the shoes are on those so that you can seat them reliably when you're using a mag well, you could probably get an extra round in there. So it might actually be a 12-round gun. Yeah, um, I don't know about your 10-round so mags, but mine are so fucking tight. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like the, the Waltons have a fairly substantial... Uh, shoe on them no they're going to be very extensions but that that 10 round stack is you can feel the difference if you stick that mag in the gun with nine rounds in it oh no no no, no 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 I, I i don't mean trying to stick an extra round in it as it stands i mean if you if you take if you make a mag tube that's the same length as the wilson's with a flat base instead of a shoe uh, i don't know but i mean you'll get i think you'll get at least 11 rounds of super carry in there and that yep. would be cool and the bullets should be cheaper because they're small. They <laughs> that that's a good theory. Have you ever looked at like two to three prices? Well, dude, no, 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 right, you all yeah. If we just look at bullets, not not looking no. at cartridges, just looking at bullets. Oh. So compare the price of two four three ammo and three oh eight ammo. It's the same case. It's about the same amount of powder. It's the same bullet with half as much, almost half as much material in it, and you pay more for the two four three. Which is a caliber I have a weird hard on for. Welcome to this show about Terry's weird hard ons. I have a lot of them. <laughs> I think we should um, 
I think we've spoken a lot of shit today. Uh, we have, but I mean, the, the good news for the people who have stuck around this long, um, of which there's probably only one. <laughs> this is what the show was in the old days, just a couple of dudes showing up on a fucking podcast and talking shit for uh, however long we've been recording. So welcome back to the olden days when there was no <laughs> topics, they were just talking. Yeah, before we pretended to have it. That's nice. It's talking guns. It's fun. Brosif. Cool story, bro. <laughs> bro, I had the gun sitting on the checkout counter, bro. And then, and then, on it. And then bro, I like took out my card and I swiped it. We literally melted that sucker to buy the cowlick <laughs> or whatever it was called. <laughs> <laughs> cowlick. Kunai is going to buy a Weatherby cowpoke. It's cowpoke, gonna there it is. And and then my bank called me up and said, are you fucking mental buying a cowpoke and declined the transaction? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit like China. <laughs> no. This is where you go, bro, fucking hate it when that happens, bro. <laughs> bro. All I want to do is take my cow poke home and I can't even poke a cow at home. <laughs> On that bombshell. <laughs> um, I definitely need to cut some of that out. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, I think that might be it. Um, <laughs> and on that bombshell. Later, losers. <laughs>